It's time to handle your business with Sis Start Your Business, a podcast teaching you how to start your business, how to handle your business, all with God's guidance. Never gonna give you up, never gonna let you down. You see how easy it is to get distracted? You see that? Even you're doing one thing, listen to your music, get it. Being a business owner, it is so easy to get distracted, not only when it comes to working, but when it comes to time management and just handling everything, like how are you going to do your newsletter, your social media, do this, do this, do this, customers, everything, everything. Now, mind you, I do right now have a lot of help. I have a team to help me uh, do a lot of things when it comes to Brandify, but at first, I did not. And a lot of people are like, Nicole, how are you? Are, are you able to sleep? Like you have a toddler, you have a newborn. Um, he's three now, but at the time he was a newborn. How are you able to do that and do everything else? Not knowing a little secret. It's not a secret. It's, um, it's automation, basically. But how can you use that to not only save time with your business and how to stay focused as well? So you're not over here doing work and then singing like how it was. In this podcast, I'm going to be introducing you to Lauren Elise. She helps business owners when it comes to time management, when it comes to automation, all that good stuff. This is going to help your business save so much time. Let's bring in Lauren Elise. Hi, my name is Lauren. I am with Lauren Elise Collective. And what I do is help small business owners with their systems and workflow processes so that they can create a better experience for their clients and save time. And the reason why I have you on here, which I'm super excited about is so many people come up to me, especially women who are in business, and they're like, I don't have enough time. I can't do this. I can't reply back to everyone. I can't do emails. I can't. It's just way too much. It's too much going on. And a lot of people don't know that there's an easier way to handle all that there, yeah. which is something I want you to talk more about. So there are two ways to look at it. So I'll first kind of tell you about what I do and then tell you about what you can do if you're not quite ready to make this leap. So what I do is I use a system called Dubsado. And Dubsado is a client management system, and it literally does just that. It helps you manage your clients, so every phase of the client. So from the lead phase, where you may need to follow up with potential leads, you can have it automatically scheduled to send emails at different time increments. And then you can also collect invoices, send out contracts, questionnaires, and then all of that is housed in one system called Dubsado. And so you set up like a workflow. So all you have to do is press start, basically. So when I get a new client, I input their information to the system, press start, and Dubsado does everything else for me. So it helps me to save a ton of time. And then if you're not quite ready for that, Dubsado is a little bit of an investment. It's $35 a month. But That's if you're... nothing whatsoever. It's That's not. It's for a- everything that you're telling... I mean, yeah. you guys, you should see my eyes right, <laughs> right now looking at her. When she said... First, she said, send invoices. Keep mm-hmm. up with leads. Yes. And then as emailing them at a scheduled time... Yes. That's like an assistant right there. It is like your personal assistant because I even have it set up to remind people. Because you know when you have to chase leads and you've got, so it'll send a lead an email and then two days later I'll say, knock, knock, knock. Hey, did you forget about me? Kind of thing. Of course I don't say that, but yeah. it's it's it reminds people. It follows up with past clients, current clients and all of that for me. 
And another way that I was doing it before I wanted to make the investment in Dubsado is if you have Gmail, which most of us do, you can have canned emails inside of Gmail. And so it's not an automated thing. But you can have them set up so that all you got to do, go inside Gmail, choose one of the templates you've already created and press send. Wow. And so things like that, I think if you're just getting started, because to be honest, something like Dubsado is a little bit of a learning curve, but we all kind of know Gmail. So you could use systems like Gmail. I also like to use a scheduler. So when people want to schedule calls, like Acuity scheduling, and then I have the emails that go out to be customized. That's another way for you to kind of automate and save time so that your clients know what's going on at every step. And, you know, people, you might be listening to this like it's amazing, but you're probably feeling overwhelmed like, oh, my gosh, that's like yeah, more too, yeah. you know. And I know with your services, that's what you're here for. Exactly. You're here to handle all that, and to manage all that, all that, to get all those headaches to me. Like even for me, as you guys know, I'm a web developer. I'm a graphic designer. So when it comes to do, setting up things like that, it's easy, but who has time, time to do is time consuming. Yeah. So why not get someone like you to say, hey, this is what I need. And then, bam, handle it. Because a lot of my followers are moms. Yeah. A lot of my followers have their own business. Some are wives, some are not. But if you're a wife, then you have two kick two kids, basically. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot. It's a lot going on. Um, yeah. So just having that time to really say, you know what, this is what I'm going to do. And for those, let's say, for example, they can't afford the services right now, like your service, but they want to put in that time to actually do that. What tips do you have as far as like time management and taking some time out on your calendar to actually schedule things like, hey, I'm going to do this and following along with that? Yeah. So another thing that I do is I have my days time blocked. And so every day I have scheduled to do something else. So for example, on Monday is my admin day. And that's when I respond to emails. I may do some accounting and different things like that. And then on Tuesdays, I take my client calls because I don't like to have my calendar wide open to take calls every day. Because if I'm taking calls every day, that's knocking me off my schedule and eating up my time. And then on Wednesday and Thursday, I do actual client work. And then Friday is back to client calls. And so not only am I breaking my days up, I'm breaking my days down to the hour. So I may say from eight to nine, I'm going to answer emails. When nine o'clock comes, I stop. I don't go over my time. And I and what happens is I actually get more done because I'm focused on, I know I got to be done in an hour. Let me sit here and get this done. I'll take a 10 minute break and go on to the next task. And I find that my breaking my, and it may sound like a lot, but by breaking my down, my days up into what they're going to be about and then breaking it down to the hour at no point am I missing anything because as a business owner, it isn't just about client work. You've got to do marketing. You've got to do research. You've got to do accounting. You've got to do all these different things. So it's best to have them broken by the day before you even think about systems and tools and all that stuff. It's best to kind of have your your routine down pack. And that is part of my routine. Every single day I'm using my project management system, a free version or a free project manager is Trello. And I have all that stuff just in there. And then it reminds me this is net. Nine, it's nine o'clock, Lauren. This is what you need to do next. Or it's 10 o'clock. This is what you need to do next. And so I'm literally inside of there all day following it. See, and that takes a lot of discipline too. Yeah, and, it you does. Know, one thing for people who feel like they, like they're listening to this and saying, oh, I can't do that. That's yeah. like a little bit too much. I can't do that. It can happen. Like for me, for yes. example, mm-hmm. as you, I have my own business, but I'm also a mom and I do schedule and block out my times. Mm-hmm. So I have... 
Monday, mm-hmm. Wednesday, and Friday for calls. Okay. I have Tuesday and Thursday for designing. Mm-hmm. I have a certain time after Monday, Wednesday for designing as well. Mm-hmm. And other things blocked out too to where if I do get interrupted or something kind of you know, happens. Yeah. It's okay. You can always go back to it. It doesn't have to be perfect every single day, but by doing that, it gets you disciplined and Mm -hmm. you're able to get more done. Yeah. Because when I first started, I would do it and then I don't know what happened. Then I would kind of get off track. Mm -hmm. And so then I kind of just said, you know what, I've got this. I'm going to do this and do that. And then I would notice that two days have gone by and I'm like, what have I done? I don't even I can't even think of what I've done. And then I would go back to my routine and then I would realize that I was getting things done. So I know that it can be a lot for people. Like if you are just getting started, you may feel like you don't have that discipline. But I say start. The thing that kind of helped me was to do a brain dump and to dump out everything that I need to do, write that down, look at it and start from there. Because until you really know the things that you do on a daily basis in your business, it's kind of hard to kind of map your days around that. So I feel like the baby step, the very first step is a brain dump where you're literally writing down everything in your business that you need to do. Mm, that's yeah. good, I'm about to dump my brain today. Right at this point, I'm going to go home and dump my brain. I'm like, mm, I need to dump it. Yeah. That's, that's such a good really idea. It's really helpful, especially when you're beginning, you're a solopreneur, you're doing this by yourself. You've got to figure out what works best for you. And the only way to figure that out is to figure out what needs to be done. Yeah. And yeah. a lot of people, especially right now, they feel like it's bad to be a solopreneur in a way mm. because they feel like, in order to be successful, I need to hire this. I need yep. to hire this. I need to hire this. And you're just spending a lot of money. I mean, yeah. honestly, do you have all that money to spend mm-hmm. when there's easier ways, like mm-hmm. you're saying, to manage your time, mm-hmm. hire someone like you to help out yeah. so that you're able to manage all that? I know exactly. for me, someone, one of my clients, we did a phone call and she was like, Nicole, I see you doing blast emails. I see you posting every day. I see you doing all this. How are you doing <laughs> How this? Are you doing it all? Do you have yeah. someone helping you? Mm-hmm. And at first, when I started my business, I did. I had a lot of people helping me. When I relocated to Georgia, mm-hmm. I kind of just started fresh and like, you know what? Let me see if I can handle this on my own. And so far, I have been able to do it, but that's because of time management. Mm-hmm. And using systems to make things automated. Mm-hmm. Now, the system yes, you just told me about, <laughs> I'm about to, that. <laughs> I'm like looking at you like you just. Devsado is a game changer. Desado. And how would you spell that just for people listening? D-U-B-S-A-D-O. What? And it's only $35 a month. It's $35 a month. And that's kind of where I come in because while it sounds like magical and amazing, it is. But you do need someone that kind of knows what they're doing to put it together in order for you because you can get Dubsado and still be doing everything manually when the point is for you to have like a solid workflow. So all you got to do is press start. And that's where I come in. That's where you And the question (laughs) for people who are a little bit advanced. Mm -hmm. Does it link with Zapier? It does. So you can because, for example, I don't Dubsado has its own scheduler where you can schedule calls. I don't use it. I use Acuity. So I have Zapier linking Acuity and Dubsado. Nice. And which yeah. one would you recommend? Actually, before we jump into Acuity yeah. versus Calendly, Calendly, yeah. I always say the name <laughs> wrong. Which one would you, can you tell them a little bit more about Zapier for those who are like, what, what is Zapier? So Zapier, that's a great question. <laughs> Zapier is an automated tool. So you can have, you can go inside of Zapier, basically, sorry. So what Zapier is, it is a system that 
connect systems that don't traditionally connect. So, for example, Dubsado and Google Sheets, they don't traditionally connect. Dubsado and Acuity, they don't traditionally connect. So Zapier basically acts like the middleman Mm -hmm. and it takes, you tell it what to do. It acts based on triggers. So it is triggered by what you tell it to do. So if I want to tell Dubsado every time I, or if I want to tell Zapier, every time I get a new lead in in Dubsado, send them to Acuity and book a call. I would basically set that up in Zapier so that every time something comes through Dubsado, Zapier will recognize it and automatically schedule a call for me in Acuity. And see, people might be listening to like this. Oh, oh, I know. I, know. <laughs> I mean, it's a lot more complex. Zapier is. is complex. So if Zapier you're not into is, yeah. technology, don't even worry about Zapier. For me with Zapier, what I do when I'm developing websites, I use that as a webhook hmm. to where I'll collect information from a form and then yeah. it links to Drip. It links to oh. Calendly to schedule. Yeah. It links to all these other things to where now they're in my system. Yeah. So that's one thing that I use Zapier for. Yeah. Now jumping into Acuity yes. and Calendly because <laughs> yes. so many people ask this question. A lot of people don't know about Acuity mm-hmm. and they're thinking, should I use it? Is it good? Can you first tell them about Acuity and then tell them the difference between Calendly and Acuity? So, yes, Acuity is perfect, especially if you are new. You always want to make sure that the thing that I say about schedulers like Acuity and Calendly is that you never want to make your clients work to try to book you. So if you have nothing else in your business, you want to make sure that it is easy for people to find you, book you, and that they're not working to do so. And so that's what Acuity allows you to do. It allows you to put your availability inside of Acuity so that people can just click on that link, see your availability, and book a call. That way they are not DMing you back and forth or emailing you back and forth. When are you available? Trying to find you. They just click that link, get on your calendar, the call is booked. And so that's what Acuity is for. It's so that you can upload your availability and people can book with ease. So it literally takes them probably like two minutes to book. And another thing that I think or that I use Acuity for, which is amazing, is I use it to qualify my leads. So I have a questionnaire inside of Acuity that you must fill out. And that way, when I get an email that you've booked, I can read that questionnaire and see if we're a good fit. Because especially when you are a new business owner, the last thing you want to do is waste your time. So if you read that form and realize, oh, they're not a good fit, you can send them a quick email and say, hey, I'm sorry, you know, whatever your email is going to say. And so that's how I use Acuity. And so the difference between Acuity and Calendly, they are essentially the same. They're both schedulers. You can Your clients can book calls through there. The reason why I prefer Acuity over Calendly is because it's not from a customer standpoint because they'll be none the wiser. But from my standpoint, it's easier for me to block off time. Like if I'm going to go on a vacation, it's easier for me to see my time at a glance in Acuity versus in Calendly. That's very difficult to do. You can't see all of your availability and block off time at a glance. And so from a business owner perspective, I find Acuity more intuitive and has more options. Got it. Plus more things link with Acuity than they do with Calendly. They even have forms too, Mm -hmm. right? Contracts. Yeah. Yeah. So let's say for, you know, when I did your logo, right? Mm -hmm. You had to sign the contract. Mm -hmm. And then after that, you reserve the date and Mm -hmm. all those things and then the deposit, whatever. Yeah. So... Acuity can do that too? Acuity can, as far as a contract? So contract, and then after the contract, maybe link to an invoice? So it could, so it it can't do that inside of Acuity, but it would be a zap. 
But through Zapier. Through Zapier. Because I used Dubsado for my contract and everything, it would link you to something like Dubsado or wherever you want to send it to sign your contract. But the ca- the contract is not embedded inside of Acuity. Got it. Got it. So that makes sense. Yeah. I hope I didn't confuse anyone. No, you did it. Everyone's, I'm sure everyone who's just, they're just acknowledging it all, acknowledging it all. And so as far as any tips, I know you gave out so many tips when it comes to timing, like so many tips. Is there anything that you can think of that's like another tip that people can take in mind? All right, let's say top three tips. So... I would say tip number one is I know I'm throwing out all these names of systems and tools. And if you're listening and you've never heard of these before, you're going to be confused, which is totally understandable. What I suggest is to number one, if you're going to start looking into automation and you want to see what works best for you. The first thing I did was I went and found people in my industry and found what they were using. That alone eliminates a whole bunch of tools and systems. And then I just started trying them out because what works for me may not work for you. So that's the first thing that I would suggest that you kind of start playing around with the tools and deciding if that tool is going to be a good fit for you. So and then the second tip I would offer would be to once you put things in place, things are fluid. Nothing has to be perfect from day one. Everything is subject to change. So once you put these things in place or whatever it is that you're doing in your business to make sure you do. And I'd like to once every quarter I go in and audit it and make sure because I cannot tell you how many times I've signed up for a system and figure out three or four months later, I forgot to cancel (laughs) the subscription. So that is another tip I will offer to make sure you are always auditing because your systems, as you grow, things are going to change. So always audit and make sure that you're still doing things that work for your business where you are. And then the third one is to just start where you are at and realize that things are not necessarily going to be perfect. So, and this isn't just about systems. This is just anywhere you are in your business. Just start where you at and don't be so focused on what you're seeing on the internet and that people are telling you, do this, sign up for this, do this and do... Do what works for you and find what works from you from day one so that you aren't running around crazy, trying to inundate it with all this information. Do find out what works for you. Try it. And if it doesn't work, try something else. Because what the thing that I had to realize that when I realized that it was an aha moment, if something goes wrong in my business behind the scenes or if something isn't working for me, nobody knows it but me. And so it's very tempting, especially if you get into social media, it's very tempting to believe that every time I change something, it's very tempting to believe that everyone sees it, that everyone is judging me when really what's happening is I'm revamping some things on my end and I don't need to announce it to the world. Nobody knows what's going on in my business but me. And so that is one thing that I would definitely suggest as a new business owner, because that is something I definitely struggle with. I struggled with comparing myself to everyone else and thinking that, Everyone's judging me and nobody knows but you. Mm, it's true. <laughs> I get, I hear that all the time. Everyone's always trying to be perfect. Yeah. Everyone's seeing what people post on Instagram and feel like, oh, yeah. they're doing things perfect. I got to do that too. But yeah. you only post what's perfect. So that's all you're going to see from that person. And, and being honest, if we're talking about time management, trying to be perfect is a time waster mm-hmm. because you're sitting around trying to perfect it, tweaking, 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 signing up for new systems, getting that shiny object syndrome when you really should just find one thing that works for you, stick with it, write it out. And then move on if it doesn't work. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree with you. I agree. That's like a whole different topic there oh, with yes, this ma'am. whole social media. <laughs> yes. And let me, so one of the questions that I always like to ask is, again, this is a podcast about 
starting your business, handling your business, and also doing it with God's guidance. So for a tip for people, when it comes to, you know, spiritual praying or, you know, praying with God, what type of business tip would you give to someone out there? So the thing that I would suggest as a new business owner, and the reason why I would suggest this is because before I started my business, I had a nine to five. And when you have a nine to five, it's easy to get sucked into the day to day. And you know, your next paycheck is coming and you're not really thinking about your days. You're just kind of going and you're like, oh, I didn't pray today. Oh, I'll pray tomorrow. And you just, because you're not putting your, you're not really thinking of God in your day to day. You're putting your, the fact that you can pay your bills and the fact that you can take off work. You're, you're thinking that that comes from your job. When you are an entrepreneur, you are tested every single day you're tested and you are going to constantly be wondering, should I be doing this? Should I go back and get a job? So I'm saying all this to say that the thing, the number one thing that has helped me is having a morning routine. And I do not go a day without my morning routine. So what I've done is every morning I start my day with prayer and then I also meditate. So I start my day with prayer. I ease into my day. I light some candles. I have some tea and then I meditate for like 10 minutes. And that has been such a lifesaver. And I think the reason why I'm getting so emotional is because I'll just be honest. When I was working my nine to five, I wasn't praying every day. And not to say that you have to pray to be connected to God, but I wasn't, oh, this is so transparent. I wasn't thinking about God that often because I was so focused on the day to day. Now that I am in this thing and it's trying me, it's it's like the one thing that has tested me. Now that is when I'm like, okay, I need to do something different. God put this in me to start this business. So I need to find a way to make him a part of my routine every single day. And so that is the thing that I would suggest when you are starting is to develop that morning routine. Because when you first start, it's going to be easy to get caught up in chasing clients and trying to get that next dollar when what you should really be focused on is thanking God for putting you in this position and or whoever you believe in, just being grateful that you're being put in this position and making sure that you do not go a day. And then I'm telling you, since I've started that routine, I don't stress anymore. Mm -hmm. I'm not worrying about money. Clients come to me. And before I started this routine, I was struggling. Mm -hmm. So long story short, (laughs) have a routine where that is a part of your day every day. Do not go from your bed to your laptop. Go from your bed to your knees. Oh, I love that. I love that. Oh, my gosh. That is so good. And that, and like you were saying, when you start your own business, like me, I've always been the person who who prays, you know, who who's always been connected to God. But once you start your business, you are tested in so many ways to where the only thing that you can do is literally, like you said, get on your knees and pray and say, Lord, I need your help. Mm-hmm. I can't do this without you. Mm-hmm. I don't know what else to do. Mm-hmm. I can't plan this out. Yeah. And that's because you're doing, you're not doing what everyone's doing, like the nine to five, like you were saying. And yeah. that's so easy. It's so comfortable. It's so, it's comfortable. so comfortable because you have your paycheck. You're going to get it once every two weeks or every month or whatever yeah. it is. And it's just like, it's a pattern. Yeah. But when it's relying on you, mm-hmm. what yeah. can you do? That's when it's you have to take you. a step back and really look at yourself mm-hmm. and really, yeah, that's when you really get to see yourself yeah. when things are tested and tried. And that's when you're like, okay, I need, especially when you're a solopreneur, you need to reach 
Yeah. No, I get it. I, and when you're by yourself, especially with mm-hmm. us, we work from home. Yeah. I mean, I have this co-working space, which is like a blessing. It yeah. just kind of came out of nowhere because I'm able to connect to people. It came with darn podcasting. <laughs> and I'm like, all these things where God's like, you know what? You didn't have, you couldn't plan this. Yeah. I already had it in store for you. I told you like, hey, you have this feeling to go somewhere. I didn't want to go to Alfred. I was like, yeah, Alfred, I need to go to Sandy Springs. I need to go <laughs> over there. I need to be over here. But yeah. someone said, go, mm-hmm. go. And I did. And you can't plan things out. You just got to rely on faith yeah. and rely on your spirit and mm-hmm. go with your gut. Yeah. And where can people find you on Instagram? So on Instagram, it is Lauren Elise Collective. So it's L-O-R-A-N-E-L-I-S-E and then Collective. I hang out there majority of the time. You can also find me the same way on Facebook or on Twitter at Lauren Elise underscore. Perfect. And what's your website? www.laurenelisecollective.com. Thanks for listening to this episode of Sis Start Your Business. Stay in touch and communicate with other listeners by joining my Facebook group called Sis Start Your Business. If you are on social media, follow my podcast, Sis Start Your Business, on Instagram at Sis Start Your Business. You can also follow me on Instagram by searching Mrs. Nicole Martinez. That's M R S dot N I C O L E M A R T I N E Z. Thank you for listening. And don't forget to share this podcast with your friends and other business owners.